because I can definitely still hear it on the microphone. I'm just not sure that after post audio processing, if we can hear the aircon. I mean, either way, we can try, you know? Never try, never know. <laughs> I'm just gonna restart. <laughs> <laughs> Greetings everyone, welcome back to another episode of Lohai Trips and today we would like to welcome a very... <laughs> I can't even English anymore. We would like to welcome a very familiar face. Welcome back to Lohai Trips, Angeline. Hello! So Angeline, would you uh, like to say hello to um, the our fellow listeners? Hi everyone, I'm back. I'm finally back. Yeah, what after has after um, five months? Really? Yeah, after five months, the last time we almost saw each other, Jesus, almost man. half a year. That's actually really You crazy. promised me that you will meet up at least once every semester. <laughs> at least once every season, <laughs> like the seasonal. But that is true because the last time when I met you, we were talking about extra hot. Um, soy flat white. Yeah. So yeah. Oh yeah. Where I almost died because the temperature was so hot. As in, yeah, it, it was hot, hot. But look at us now. We are actually freezing. We're yeah. wearing like a hoodie <laughs> while we're recording. Yes. So yes, you're absolutely right. <laughs> it has been quite a while <laughs> since we last recorded. This is so bad. <laughs> yeah. But um, what has changed in the past like half a year since I last met you? Um, a lot of things have changed in my life. Mm. One of them is about um where. Few of my close friends are slowly going back to Indonesia for good. Right. I think that's one of the big changes in my life. Wow. Okay. Yeah. So basically, and I'm I'm assuming it's like you know because of the life stage that we're in at the moment, people are going back due to like visa reasons or personal reasons. Yeah, I guess it's more about visa and also personal or family reasons. Yeah. Okay. That they decided to go back. Yeah. Right. And how's this impacting you, though? <laughs> Um, to be honest with you, I really I'm a type of person that really values friendship or maintaining friendship mm. per se. Um, so for me, at the beginning, of course, I felt sad. I felt worried that my friendship with them might drift apart because long distance friendship takes a lot of effort to maintain from both sides. Yeah, from face to face. From face to face, yeah. like the transition from face to face to like. Zoom calls or just like texting every now and then, it's just gonna bring like huge difference into my life as well. Yeah. Um. Yeah. But slowly, I've come to an acceptance to the fact that it is part of life. Yeah. Um. It is something that will happen eventually. Yeah. Not with just with friendships. Um. Like people in general will just come and go in yeah. into your life. So it's just part of life that sometimes that we have to accept. So I've already come to the peace, come at peace about it. Yeah, that's good. I mean, mm. it's good that you sort of like had that self reflection and you know to process what's going on in your life and how yes. people around you are moving. Uh, literally, mm. curious. Do you think that them moving away, as in uh, geographically, would impact the quality of your friendship? Would you say like? The face-to-face -face transitioning to long distance would that in any way impact the quality of the friendships? It is to be honest, it is hard to say because I believe that um, let's say if me and my friends are being separated by distance 
and like we live in different time zones and I feel like everyone will change eventually like everyone will grow and there must be like different changes that I cannot feel the presence of the changes right away because I'm being separated by the distance yeah so just to answer your questions about the quality of the friendship it might change a bit but I don't know if, if it will change into a bad or like a positive way. Yeah. Um, I guess it also depends on the personality of the people that, that become our friends, you know? Like, that um, is true. So it really depends on how they grow eventually and how they're willing to maintain from their sides as well, yeah. I guess. Yeah. It's a, like a two people kind of thing yeah it's like instead of both yeah. sides not just like from one side yeah you, you mentioned change a lot i'm just yeah. wondering like i mean <laughs> of course the biggest change is going to be um probably seeing them virtually instead of seeing them yes. physically yes but aside from them do you see what are the major changes that you foresee happening and how it will impact you i guess the way we communicate to each other because like um, some of my friends, they don't like to text. So they prefer just to see each other in person. And then like, hey, let's hang out and then catch up. And then when we hang out, we spend like hours or even a day yeah. just to each other and just to like discuss, have a chat about many things about life. Yeah. And even like sometimes deep talk as well. Yeah. But let's say for um, people that don't like to text, I feel like it's quite hard to <laughs> maintain like the conversation like ongoing conversation every now and then it's because like um they just don't like it or they just don't prefer to have a chat via text yeah or like so, just communicating virtually. yeah communicating virtually yeah. yeah but i guess it also depends on their flexibility as well mm. if they think like it's the only way to communicate even if it's like a long distance friendship I guess that's the only way to maintain it, right? That's a good point. I think like uh, maintaining contact, yes, 100%. Yeah, like, maintaining um, contact, What yes. other ways that you can maintain contact? Because hmm. for me, at the top of my head, you know, probably people that maintain long-distance friendships, um, aside from the typical, you know, like WhatsApp, Facebook, Instagram, or whatever hmm. it is, as in those chat <laughs> systems. <laughs> I don't know, like platforms, Yes. Um, aside from those, I know that some people, they bond through like virtual activities, like mm. when they play online games together. All right, yeah, online they... games. <clears throat> but the most common ones that I know are obviously texting yeah. and like Zoom or house party or Skype or whatever it is. Yeah. FaceTime. FaceTime. Um, but, you know, for, okay, for context as well, like for these people, like do you see them once per week right now, once per fortnight, once per month? Maybe a few times a week. Well, a few times a week. Yeah, it's quite maybe a bit. like. <laughs> I'll be honest with you. I don't think I've even. I don't even have any um, friends at the moment that I see a few times a week. So, because that's the main difference between us. But okay. But yes, go, going back to my question. Hmm. Of course, now you mentioned that you see them a few times a week. So let's just say they go back to whichever home countries they are from, respectively. Mm. And probably they have like more responsibilities in life now, right? Like they probably go back, they have like responsibilities. Different priorities, I guess. Yeah, they're playing different roles as well. Like yes. probably as a daughter, as a son, husband, yep. wife or whatever it is. Mm. And say they don't have as much time to communicate with you. 100% I don't see it happening. I mean, from my projection, a few times a week. 
you know? That's true. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. going to be a lot of change. Yep. And do you see that affecting the quality of your friendships? Or do you think that you already built a good core foundation? Um, I don't see that affecting the friendship that much. Because at the end of the day, um, if the friendship is having like a good foundation, like a solid foundation to it, yeah, I guess it doesn't really affect that much with yeah. the quality of our friendship. Like the other day, I had a chat about this with the friends that are going back soon, right? And some of them say that, you know, like with us not seeing each other in person, it doesn't really uh, change the fact that we cannot still be friends anymore, you know? like. Even they also have other friends that they don't really talk to each other very often. But at the same time, when they started to uh, go back and talk to like every now and then, it doesn't really change the quality. It's just the same person that they're talking to. Yeah, so it's just, again, I don't know what will happen because um, I feel like the quality will not change. But again, in my perspective... I feel like people can grow. Yeah. People can change. Either the change is a good or a bad like a bad way. If it is a good way, um it is really good, but if it is bad, um I'm not too sure. Yeah. So yeah. I feel like when it comes to the word change, mm. um previously I used to always attach a you know like basically try to describe it as a positive change or a negative change. Yes. But now I feel like with quite a few of my friends leaving Melbourne as well. I'm mm. um, going back to their home countries, especially in the past months, years, what whatever you want to say. Yeah. Um basically our entire journey in Melbourne, you know, honestly. Yeah. Um I feel like I don't necessarily see change as something positive or negative anymore. Mm. But I see it as something which is necessary it's like a life phase yes yes it's just because i know a certain person for let's say several years Mm. and this person come and go Mm. as in i came into my life and we got really close for let's just say two to three years Mm. and then this person had no choice or decided consciously to go back to whichever countries they're from yep i feel like it doesn't mean those times that we spend together are wasted um i'll be honest i used to see that way i used to see like for example there are a few people that i was previously really close to Mm -hmm. but now i am no longer talking or we're basically just like once per year kind of friend as in oh happy birthday or happy birthday happy birthday happy birthday is a you know those kind of friends but Mm. i used to see it in a sort of from a very like sad lens like when I see I'm like oh that's such a waste I invested so much in this friendship and we are no longer friends but I feel like it's not a very practical or helpful mindset to be upholding Mm. because it doesn't define the times that we had like I do acknowledge that the times that we had yes those were like really exciting times of my life I genuinely enjoyed every moment of it and just because it ended doesn't mean that we are no longer friends. And even if you are not, it's perfectly fine. I feel like, you know, we cross paths. Yeah. And just because right now our paths are di- diverging mm. um, away from one another. And that's normal, right? Like everyone have their own journey. Everyone yeah, has their true. own 
Yeah. 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 But um, speaking of like long distance friendships, I personally feel like I have quite a few core friendships mm. that are based on long distance friendship mm. for the simple reason that, you know, I came to Melbourne quite a few years ago. Yeah. And my friends back home in Malaysia, the ones that I try to keep contact, obviously through like, normally through texting, I'll be honest with you. A mm. couple of friends that I video call once per month, once every few months here and there. But in all honesty, I think because we were able to build like a core or like a solid foundation of friendship, we've been through enough. Um, and there's that mutual trust in one another mm. that the long distance friendship for quite a few years, you know, like some more than five years. Yeah. Some potentially close to 10 years. I know. Yeah. I've also had like long distance friendships as well that already lasted for more than seven years. Yeah. It's with my US friends. So the way I maintain it is just that because we both are texter, like me, I personally see myself as a person that likes to text a lot. Yeah. Um, of course, in general, I like to spend quality time. I mm. think that's my main top priority love language. That's, okay. that's one of the ways that I feel like I receive the love back from people is from quality time. That's my number one. Okay. So regardless the ways of doing that, like texting or seeing the person, like each other in person or perhaps like video call or Zoom, things like that, I don't really see the the ways of doing it, but I just see the quality that we spend together, the quality time. Okay. Yeah, so I feel like it's really good to have a chat uh, every now and then because yeah. for me, that's how I maintain the friendship. Right, like with just someone, to catch up everyone. Just to catch up and just to check in like, hey, how are you doing? Okay. Or um, what's happening in your life? Or just like normal stuff, like funny stuff that we talk to about every single day or you know yeah that's I mean, normally how i enough. do it yeah. it's basically like maintenance right like maintaining yeah, maintain- the friendship. <laughs> i'm just wondering uh, out of curiosity do you have any like low maintenance friendships yes i do where no one really put in effort i wouldn't say put in effort you know maybe not as often frequent yeah yeah not yeah, as yeah. frequent yeah that's different. true yeah. yeah do you have any and uh, would yeah. you like to share some of it yeah i do um i have quite a lot actually um few uh, few friends that i feel like um it's quite low maintenance yeah because um what happens as in how, how do you define the low maintenance define the low maintenance um we don't really talk to like each other every single day yeah maybe like once every few weeks or once every few months. But normally when we catch up, we talk like for hours or, yeah. Okay, that's fair. So- I mean, it really depends on the personality again. Like I said, um, if the person is not a texter, yeah. I'm flexible to that. Like if you're not a texter, then okay, that's fine. We can just like have a video call like once every few months Yeah, and we can just share about what has been happening in our life. Yeah. Things like that. It somehow feels like you're actually describing us. Yeah. we do meet once <laughs> think, every couple of seasons. Yeah, I think it's like <laughs> low maintenance friendship like that, you know? Yeah. And like, would you say like what we're doing right now is quality time? Yeah. I'm just curious to see your definition of things. Yeah, of course. Okay. Quality time means spending time together doing anything like maybe just doing sports or... Yeah. um. 
you know, coffee, yeah. brunch, just name it. Okay, I have a question in mind. Uh-huh. I'm wondering when you mention quality time, do you think that your version of quality time is activity based, like doing something together with the person? Not really. It's also about enjoying each other's presence. Yeah, hundred yeah. percent. Yeah. So let's say if you just want to stay back at home, and just like talk, do nothing. Okay. I also consider that as quality time. Right. Okay. Yeah. Just, Or maybe just mm-hmm. like text communicate. It's not like in person quality time, but it's also like you you give your time to actually respond back to your friends or mm-hmm. your loved ones. You know what I mean? Yeah. Basically, like. Like, I don't know. Yeah, I think communication. Whatever. Communication. Yeah. 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 <laughs> actually, Aaron, since we're discussing about the low maintenance friendship, I actually have one question to you today. Yep. Um. So, because for me, um, low maintenance friendship means you don't share about your ongoing life updates to that person. Or people every single day, like you don't really actually update that. Yeah, your um, definition. My definition, right, about low maintenance friendship. Okay. Um. So by the time you meet up with that person, either it is in person or text or any other ways, do you ever see them as the same friends? Like, do you ever see them as the same person that you've always known for okay. how many years? Uh, so to say, like, do I? Sort of like view them as still the same person as I used to know them. Yes. When let's just say we were maybe like face to face and we used to meet quite often. Yeah. Okay. Um, the straightforward answer is yes. Um, the explanation is uh okay. I, I have an example in mind actually. So I have this friend. Uh, her name's Esther. Hmm. We went to uni together. So we were doing a bachelor of psychology back in Malaysia. And I think after the first year, yes, after the first year, she actually went to UK mm. uh, to to further her studies and to you know to complete her bachelor of psychology. And following up, she does her postgraduate there. But I'm not gonna <laughs> put too much details, her personal <laughs> information or her number and shit. But yeah, we used to hang out like several times per week or minimum once per week because we were uni mates and we had all classes together. So four to five times a week, sometimes or three to four, and we used to hang out a lot, you know, for food, just catching up, just in general, even hanging out around the campus, and I felt like we bonded really well. And the thing is that when she went to UK, obviously speaking, we could not do the things that we used to do, or do the things that we bonded through. So meaning that you know those quality time that we spend. Knowing one another, we could no longer do them, and for the first few years, we did not video call or anything. Mm. So, I would say like it's super low maintenance friendship. There isn't much updates going on. Updates are typically like when she comes back once a year, and we'll meet up probably once or twice maximum, update one another about what happened in the past year. But the thing is that despite all of this ongoing, especially the timing as well, when she came back to Malaysia, that's when I went to Melbourne. We we just had a phone call conversation. I think it was just yesterday or the day before. Ah, uh, sorry, uh, FaceTime, and we calculated. We realized that it was around what seven years that wow. we've been doing long distance friendship. Wow, seven years just because we weren't in the same country 
for the past time. <laughs> I don't know. I keep repeating myself. But yes, um, no, I okay. have never seen her differently or felt like there was a distance between us. Mm. In fact, somehow, I'm not too sure how, we started becoming closer mm. despite being physically further from one another. Yep, that think, can also happen too, yes. I think what's important once again is what I said, is the, the solid foundation the that solid you have. The solid foundation, correct. That we already have sort of like that mutual trust. Yes. We know one another at you know, a, a deep enough level mm. that we can handle a long-distance friendship. And yeah, over the years, we just sharing life stories with one another, life updates, there to emotionally support one another, um, help one another through like life decisions. And just, you know, just debriefing sessions, you know, mutual reflecting sessions or whatever you want to call it. Yeah. And right now, I think we, I would say it's pretty low maintenance where we catch up once every few months. I'm mm. um, pretty similar as well, where we catch up like, what well, once every season. And <laughs> yeah, we just somehow got closer through those like updates that we just spam through in that few hours that we talk every few months up to the point where... I'll actually be her MC at her wedding. Oh, wow. Yeah. Oh, nice. So I'm that, actually very excited for that. I'm that very excited is for so that. good. Actually, I have a question again. This is just a follow-up question for me. Yeah. Do you see your low-maintenance friends as your ongoing support system? Oh, like my core? Is that what you mean? Like my main system? My, my main Yeah, core your main support system. Do you see... People that are, I don't know, like not in the same country with you. Yeah. Those long distance or low maintenance friends, um, do you see them as your ongoing support system? I would say so. Mm. 100% would say so. Um, yeah. First of all, you know, I have to shout out to Esther, shout out to William and shout out to Kelvin if you're listening to this. Just because off the top of my head, those are the three people that I would 100% consider as sort of like my core support. Yeah. Where I would, I've been doing long distance friendship for them, uh, with them for the past minimum yep. four years, minimum. Wow. Some, like I said, close to 10 years. Yes. And I've never felt closer to them despite being the furthest from them mm. because of the fact that, uh, I guess it's sort of like being on the same frequency. I think yep. that's very important. Oh yes, knowing that's someone the... that you can share things yeah. in a non-judgmental space, <laughs> or even if it's non, even if it's super judgmental space. I'm referring to William. Yes, <laughs> dog. I just feel like, you know, friendships are very interesting. Where there is no one rule for all. There's no sort of like structure. There's no like checklist. It's really like situational, and it's. I think that's beautiful. Like mm. how two people have their own definition of friendship, yes, their own correct. maintenance style. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I guess that is true because I also see my long-distance friends or even like the low-maintenance friends, I consider them as my main support system as well. Ah, interesting. Yeah, yeah. even I don't see them like face-to-face or chat with them like, very frequently that is so often like i have some friends that i talk to every single day that they are overseas right now i have also those types of people but the rest of the people that i know um we don't really talk to every single day or talk to that frequently but i still consider them as 
the support system, like the core support. Yeah, system. the core support system. But I also think that as you grow older, your friends start to grow like grow smaller in number. If you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, like the quantity the reduces, quantity but the reduces, quality increases. The quality increases. Yeah. So, for example, if I used to think that my support system can be like more than five people, let's say, but these days or the past few year or two years, yeah, I guess like especially my support, COVID. Yep. especially this COVID. My support system, like maybe, become less than six people. Let's mm. say it's just like um, how we can build the trust as well over mm. time. One final question before we wrap up the episode, because yes. you do mention, I mean, you did mention like core support systems quite a bit, right? Mm. How do you, for the lack of a better word, promote? people to be your core support. You get what I mean? Like, say a friend that you just met, okay? Yeah. Let's just say a friend that you just <laughs> met from work, Yeah. okay? Uh, and you met this person last week. How would you define uh, or how can this person work their way towards becoming your core support? Hmm. Interesting question. <laughs> Think about it, yeah. Um, I guess if you mentioned that Based on the context, it's like from work, right? So, or, or, I mean, that's just an example though. Okay. Yeah, it can be, you meet this person from anywhere. Okay, and then... How does this person work towards becoming your core? From the way that we spend more time together in person? Mm -hmm. Not just in person, but like maintaining that kind of quality time, I guess. It helps a lot. Um... So yeah, when we spend, when I spend uh, more time, let's say with a new friend or a new person that I want to get to know, um, it's like building the trust, building that foundation slowly over time. So if, let's say if I can feel um, the vibe and also like the personality is good and I can learn more about the person or I can just learn things from this person that really intrigues me or, you know, like we are in the same frequency, I guess. Like we are in the same direction or we are facing the same life problems, things like that. It also helps okay. um, to contribute. Those kind of factors help to contribute to be the support system. Because at the end of the day, you want to have friends that can understand how you feel Although they might not be able to relate to you 100% about what we are going through each day. But still, like, um, I think, I think having a good support system means that they can cheer you up. They can be there for you. They will not leave you behind. And yeah, they will just give them the support that we need. Okay. That's a very uh, comprehensive answer. Thank you for sharing, Angeline. <laughs> and uh, yeah I guess with that uh, we would just like to wrap up this episode yes. mm -hmm. um, once again thank you Angeline for coming on to this uh, podcast slash quality time <laughs> in this low maintenance friendship but yes um, look you know if you like to have Angeline back again feel free to just comment or whatever it is. I don't even know where, where I'm going with this. But yeah, would you like to wrap it up, Angeline? Yeah, thanks, Aaron. This is such a fun convo. 
Okay. <laughs> Thank you for listening. Stay Thanks high. Listening. Stay low. Stay hydrated. And uh, stay tuned for the next episode of Low High Trips. And Angeline will be back. Okay. See ya. Bye. <laughs> Bye. Oh, how do I?